0: Girl Scouts have really good Girl Scout cookies. Yeah But they have the story on the back. They got little girls selling them like mm-hmm. this It's talking about teaching them leadership and teaching them commerce and making money and how to communicate. That's the story so I mean I've had better cookies, but if I see a, a, a little girl selling the cookies I'm buying more.
1: Yeah, that's fair. because
0: it's a story, and they figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anything that we're selling, it's this. you have to tell a story.
1: You have yeah. to. Are you ready? We're going to run the play. let Do you go. know what it's like what to come from nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? What every day fixing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? What the- growing up, broken the most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah. That's what the journey's about. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin Owens from The Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, and personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. Y'all already know I already say I'm excited every episode, but I'm really excited because I've got the founder and host of The Social Proof Podcast. He's an author. He's the podcast king. Thanks. My brother, Mr. Davidson, the king. How you feeling, man? I feel amazing. Man. You coming oh to me, my you know? gosh! Listen, I always tell people, man, I, I I really love one our conversation, but two, David is probably one of the few people in the entire entrepreneurship space that I've seen their entire journey. Yeah, I've seen yours, too. <laughs> network marketing when I was a senior in high school. 100%. to you know the sleepers for suckers T-shirt booth mm-hmm. to just. Figuring it out now, doing the podcast, yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's special because, especially when you know the story behind it, it's like, okay. For sure, for sure. I know that's real. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know everybody's story. I don't know if it's real. Right, right. right there are right. a lot of people that I'm like, okay, this yeah. one, though, I don't care what y'all say, that is real. 100%. You know, yeah,
0: I've been right. able to see your journey, too, man. Just, I mean, you were just coming with your, I remember it like it was yesterday, bro, because you were just super slim, <laughs> but the suit was huge with the baggy suit. But was just always sharp, always could communicate an idea. Yeah. Right. And uh you 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 definitely built in that company. And then you had me quit prepaid legal and join another company. <laughs> I was doing good in that company too, bro. So he bring me over to this guy's house and he's like, yeah, man. I was on my way to a conference too. It was like I was gonna get recognized on stage and stuff like that. And it was like, yo. Just don't go. Join us. <laughs> 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 I felt like I got recruited by Def row <laughs> And, and uh, yeah, man, I remember that. And, you know, we've we've always just kind of, like, stayed in touch and, mm-hmm. you know, touch points. But now I'm super proud of you and all you've built,
1: man. Thank um, you, Literally, it's real. Yeah. It's real. Thank I've you, seen bro. it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. So let's get into it because people see the David Shands today. And it's like, all right, cool. man. I'm going to do your podcast, too. But... In my opinion, you tell me if I'm wrong, but a lot of things that you do now are connected to the way that you've done business your entire life. 100%. Like A lot of the relationships, were, they weren't developed yesterday. Yeah. They were developed over time. So for me, I would like to go back. And it, maybe for you, is like we're having a conversation with the 18-year-old David that's yeah. looking now. Yeah. Like, okay, where do I start? All right, so for the guy that's looking, it's like, okay, I want to get into business. What are some lessons that you can take from? Let's start network marketing because that's where we first met. Yeah, for sure. What did you learn there in that experience? that you've taken with you continuously?
0: Uh, Environment is everything. You just gotta be able to see it first before you have it. I remember being in the back of a room of a network marketing presentation and they're like calling up all these people who are making six figures. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, $100,000 a year plus, and everybody's screaming. And I would see these people that look like me, but just more professional.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? I just, I just, I seen like black people walking across the stage talking about in a in a in a small hotel room, and it wasn't, it wasn't fraudulent either.
1: Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. So Alistair Edwards would like show me his checks, and I'm like, yeah. this is incredible. Mm. So I, I saw the fact that I can be successful and happy, and not have to hoop or rap. Cause those are the two things I was following. Cause those are the two things I saw yep. success of. And then I sold a little bit of weed. I wasn't that good at it. <laughs> it seemed like I was always selling it when I didn't have no money. Yeah. <laughs> like all my, I was in all my real. Like where is my profit? at? <laughs> uh, but those are the things I saw that like that were success. Mm-hmm. So I tried them all. Yeah. So then when I saw network marketing, I said, "Ooh, I could do that too. I could yep. try it." Mm-hmm. So um, I would definitely say you just got to see it, get a vision. Uh, from somebody else of you know what success and happiness could look like and I'm yeah. like yo all you gotta do is tell three people about this joint. Right. And those three tell three and you make a million. It seems so simple. It's up. <laughs> <laughs> In it, theory it should work out perfectly as they displayed uh, it. For sure. But and here's what I found out. It is that simple. The hard part is getting yourself out of the bed to do the work that the mentor is telling you to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree like it that.
0: is simple. Like yeah. yo, you introduce three people but they just don't tell you that you have to talk to 30 to get the three. Right. And then it a three. As soon as, like, added a three, those three won't be there long. Mm-mm. Right. So you got to get another 30 to replace those three. Mm-hmm. Then you got to teach those three how to get 60. Mm-hmm. Right. So and the the, yeah. the concept makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. but the hard part is you doing the work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I agree a thousand percent. Mm. It is, in theory, it is. Simple. People make it challenging because people change, you yeah. know. People leave companies, people stay, people yeah. don't do stuff. I feel like it's the best greeting breeding ground for entrepreneurs. I, I'd be surprised sometimes the people that I've heard. I'm like, you didn't know marketing? They're like, yeah, I did it for like six months when I was there. And I'm like, yeah. it's a part of so many people's story. Not because it's the only place to make money and not because mm-hmm. it's necessarily the best place to make money. Mm-hmm. But I do believe it's a place you get a lot of skills. Some people's first exposure to personal growth and self development is in network marketing. Yeah, oh, 100%. They didn't even know what it was. I personally didn't know what it was. I didn't even like reading at the beginning, you know? Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, I'm like, okay, they say you need this to be able to make some money. So let me. That's another
0: point. Not only do I not like reading, I didn't even know that was a part of success. Right. So again, on, like, they're saying, okay, read this book. We can read the words, I can spell. Mm -hmm. But the hard part is, what has to happen inside of me to make me wanna sit down and read this book, especially because after I close the book, I'm not gonna be successful. Mm. Like knowing that like this is a part of it, but it's not even gonna show up today. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the tough part, bro. The it, the thing is beautiful because you have a product and all you gotta do is sell the product. Right, the, the company sends the receipt, the company delivers the product, yeah. like, if you tell a friend about it, the mm-hmm. company makes sure that they're in the right place and they get paid. Not all, mm-hmm. all you have to do is sell the product, yeah. but the hard part is selling yourself on the fact that I'm going to go do this work. And that's yeah. anything, but that is a just a beautiful breeding ground for, for
1: sure. sure. For sure. But you get
0: you get like an instant mentor. Like how do you find a mentor if you're 18 years old?
1: That's successful.
0: That's successful. Who's successful is gonna take this kid, eighteen, let's just let me rock with you and talk to you every day.
1: Right, yeah, no I agree. Now what I would say they probably don't tell you, it is very important to choose who you sign up with. (laughs) (laughs) They tell you it's equal. It is not my friend. I'll tell you that right now. But if you're already in that situation, you just got to, you know, you just got to tough it out. But like, <laughs> a, tough it out. Go a,
0: over that person, find yeah. out who yeah. that person. is. There's always per, somebody yeah.
1: above somebody that's making money, and if you to that person and show that you're actually doing something, they'll they'll yeah. they pour into you. It so <laughs> is important. I feel like that's a, that part. You know, people try to make it seem like it's done. Yeah, important.
0: you're not even supposed to say that out loud. I know,
1: but <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling <laughs> people too. <true>. <laughs> it is definitely who you work with. A part of it. You know um, all right so we learned some stuff from network marketing and then you had the clothing brand yep. sleepers for suckers um, which you still have I shouldn't say you had, but you still have it what lessons did you learn from that period in your life that you still use today
0: I learned that I didn't have the eye for design but I also learned that people weren't buying the designs anyway so, mm. I'm trying to sell people on the fact that the quality of the t shirt's amazing and mm. this design goes with, you know, this this design is cool and the colors go with your shoes and people weren't buying it. But yeah. once I started explaining what the brand meant and people can ide- I- identify with it and I can connect with somebody on the message they buy, I'm like, wow. Mm. So, that's why, that's what, like my first design, I had one design, it was terrible and the logo is really small in the back
1: mm-hmm.
0: and people mm. weren't buying it. I mean, I was trying to give the shirts away, and I started telling people I didn't have the shirts at the time. But I started telling people all about the brand because I'm just excited. And people's like, "Yo, I want a shirt! I want a shirt! I want a shirt!" Without seeing the shirt, hmm. I said, "Oh, they bought it! They bought the story! They bought the concept!" They yeah. were, I'd be like, I'd be talking to like one of my guests at, at the Cheesecake Factory, telling about the concept of what I do. They'll give me the twenty dollars and say, "Yo, can you?" Get me a shirt, we'll just connect later. Mm. You didn't even see it. So I took the small logo from the back, put it real big on the front and real big on the back, the logo, which still wasn't like a fashionable mm-hmm. logo. But I started selling that because I realized it wasn't about the thing, it was about the message. And I have to get good at telling a story. Right. So I used like to be now.
1: selling it at the booth, I would see you just explaining yeah, to people. But
0: that's, yeah, but that's, that's two and a half years later at the booth. Mm. I'm. In my all white Cheesecake Factory attire telling the story. So when I got to the booth when I had a, a kiosk in the mall, it was easier to make sales because I knew what I was selling and it wasn't clothing.
1: Got it. Yep. So there's a lesson there. Yeah, Especially cool. if you're in clothing, like you gotta have a, a good message, even if your design's not right. Yeah. I've seen some people I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that was gonna make you. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but even if it's not, if you, that's a good bar. Like, learn how to share the story. And the story you were selling was about the message of Sleep is for Suckers. What it represents. And uh, getting people to
0: identify with it. You know what I mean? So um, I'm telling people it's a brand geared towards entrepreneurship and anyone that's willing to lose sleep to get what they want. So are you willing to lose sleep to get what you want? And these right. are the questions that I'm asking. But not even in apparel. Like, I, we can think of any business. Mm-hmm. Girl Scouts have really good Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. But they have the story on the back. They got little girls selling them. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's talking about teaching them leadership and teaching them commerce and making money and how to communicate. That's the story. So, I mean, I've had better cookies, but if I see a a, a little girl selling the cookies, I'm buying more.
1: Yeah, that's a fact. Because
0: it's a story and they figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anything that we're selling, it's this, you have to tell a story. You have yeah. to.
1: Yeah, that's the bar. All right, so we got the clothing line, then you went to the kiosk, mm-hmm. and then now we get into the content creation space. Did I miss anything in the middle? Yeah,
0: mad stuff. I got a, the I event. Got a story.
1: <laughs> All right, tell me what I missed. I'm to <laughs> you I'm still good, you <laughs> know what I mean? All right.
0: Um, so at the event, so two and a half years, after, I'm working at Cheesecake Factory six years, two and a half years later. Well, the last two and a half years, I started the brand, mm-hmm. and I was able to like leave my job. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the kiosk and I'm loving it. I'm making sales. Uh, like I'm popping. You know what I mean? Because I got this brand that people are wearing. I'm making six figures. Well, the company, the brand, is making six figures. Right.
1: <laughs> That's the tricky part. <laughs> what you keep it? It's a lot different.
0: I, I made less for sure than when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory,
1: me personally, because mm-hmm. I'm not understanding overhead. But That's it's the most depressing thing, actually, when you see the money come in and then it's gone. At first, you you're excited yeah. about paying bills. Like, oh, I just yeah. paid five thousand dollars invoice. you were like, wait a minute. That's it, yeah. not good. Oh, for sure. That, then,
0: I like, I, looking back, I, rea- I realized why selling weed wasn't good. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, y'all, I'm buying this stuff. I'm selling it fast, too. But for some reason, I got no money. <laughs> and I'm not counting the ancillary things that I'm doing. But um, I, I eventually kind of, like, started figuring it out. Like, I'm getting better at business, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people are there saying, hey, Dave, can you teach me how you left your job? How'd you leave your job? And that's yeah. the story that people started to buy.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm spending a little bit of my time uh, coaching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like telling people, you know, just picking my brain. Yeah. And I was enjoying helping people. Um, but eventually it just, it got kind of overwhelming. So I'm like, yo, just, I'm not just going to sit here. You can't just take my time. At least take me to lunch. Because yeah. at this point, I'm still not making a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. So a free lunch, it's yeah. up. Yeah. I kept doing these lunches, and eventually, I'm like, "All right, well, I I, I can't spend that time doing it. Right. So, pay me coaching, Yeah. maybe like fifty dollars, hundred dollars a month, something like that." But I, I'm going through this process, and eventually, I, I realized that I was telling people the same things. Like, people have it's the same question they're asking, like the same four or five questions, just coming from different people. Mm-hmm. Get what I mean? And I'm answering the same questions. So, et actually told me he's like, "Yo, you got to write a book." Mm-hmm. So, I wrote a book and the book opened the way for me to speak. Mm-hmm. If you have a book, people want you to speak about your book. So now I got this career in speaking mm-hmm. because I wrote this book on how I left my job using these t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then that's obviously just community. Since I left my job, I always wanted to like bring people together and yeah. start teaching entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because I'm doing it one-on-one now, but now just in groups. So yeah, small events, the events got bigger, and
1: literally I'm doing the same exact thing I did years
0: ago, 10 years ago.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. that's why so at what point did you say all right you know what let me do a podcast
0: i never said that mm-hmm. but i had this idea like again i'm doing events and this is like this is really a dope story of how things evolve in yeah. your life so i'm doing these small events and we used to have like these small workshops we'll find like a bar or something like that that was slow on a thursday i'm like yo let me come in bring a whole bunch of people i'll charge ten dollars at the door they eat, they can drink, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been to them. Um, and we have these small events. So now I'm like, yo, I'm going to do a little conference. Mm-hmm. Do a little event. And my thought was, how am I going to get people to the event? So I got this event where all these people are going to be speakers. I'm like, hey, Justin, come speak. This person, come speak. So my thought was, I'm going to set up a camera and interview the person and put it on YouTube. And if the people see you and like the interview and they like you, they'll buy a ticket to come to the conference to come see you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was my formula. And it worked. It worked. I'm putting these interviews up, and people like it. Like, oh, I'm at, if you go back to them earlier episodes, you'll see at the end of it, I'm like, all right, March 4th, make sure you get your tickets. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm only thinking of this particular event. Uh, but after each event, I stop. Because, again, I don't have a conference to promote. But I'm about to do the next year, so I kick it back up again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I wound up falling in love with it. And I just never haven't stopped since.
1: Wow. Wow. You you talk now about everybody should have a podcast. Yeah. And I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you really believe everybody should have one? Yes. Which I know that's the answer, but yes. why?
0: I think um, when you're passionate about something, you should be able to defend it. So there's yeah. no hard question. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um do you think everybody should have a social media account? If you're in business. Yeah. Why?
1: How people gonna find you?
0: How are people going to find you? Mm-hmm. Well, now we're in a space where people want to be connected to you. How are people going to connect to you? People can't connect to you in a 60-second video. Not nowadays. Mm-hmm. Think about the evolution. Like All these motivational – you used, there was a time where you could put a motivational uh, post up and everybody's like, yo, oh, my gosh. Or you put out a motivational video and it's like, this is amazing. But there's millions of them now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So people want more. Mm -hmm. people want like they want to get to know you you know what I mean not just your highlight clips Mm -hmm. so I'm in the podcasting space if you're going to build an audience they get they got to get to know you without all the uh, without all the edits yeah like yo who are you like I want you to say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. I want I want that like if if you're conscious like in this interview if you're watching every little thing and you're trying to protect your brand there's mad stuff that you would take out Mm -hmm. I don't like the way I'm sitting (laughs) I stuttered right there. I didn't really say it right, mm. right? So the world never really gets that, but the world wants that because they are that, yeah. right? So in the space around now, like if you think about it, if I ask you, okay, what are you listening to your car? You're mm-hmm. gonna give me an answer. you are like, well, podcast, I'm listening mm-hmm. to personal development whatever. But if I ask you that question 10, 15 years ago, you'll assume I'm talking about an album. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, yo, what you listening to? Oh, Jay-Z, New Joint. Right. right? You would just assume I'm talking about music. Right. You can't assume that anymore because a lot of people are talking about, like, listening to podcasts. It's yes. just commonplace. Every Uber I go into, they're a listening plan. to podcasts yeah. mm-hmm. or talk radio. Everybody needs one, bro.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah. So, do you, all right, let me ask you this. Can Do you feel like everybody can make money from one? Yeah. Yes. All right. So 100% you got an event coming up, y'all. Yo, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? saying <laughs> 100%. Because yeah. there's a way, like, you know, and, and here's what I will say especially in the African-American community, right? There's this mindset people like, oh, everybody's doing it. Well, one, everybody's not doing it. Yeah. And two, in the other community, there's a lot more people doing uh, 100%. And, and a lot of them are winning independently. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a trap to just assume that, oh, well, just because I see a few people on social media doing it. That's, that's another thing I think is interesting. People think that everybody's doing it because the out of the billions of people in the world, the people they've chosen to follow, mm-hmm. That's what they see. Yeah. But that's not everybody's world.
0: It's not. That's not. And most people, they don't get past like seven or eight episodes. Yeah. We went to lunch one time, Mm -hmm. right? And you're asking me about podcasting. Yeah. Would you have paid me? Yeah. Have you had anyone, like since you've been releasing yours, have you had anyone ask you how to do it? Like how do you do the Mm -hmm. podcast, how you set up? Yeah. You think they would have paid you? Yeah. I'm telling people you need to learn how to podcast because everybody wants to podcast and even if you don't have a successful one if you're not know to set up these cameras you're not know to like edit something slightly you're not know to put something on YouTube or on the audio platform there's somebody that will pay you to help them set that up so yeah. some people need to start a podcast because everybody needs to start a podcast and someone will pay you to teach them how to set it up some people They have a product or a service, and their audience wants to get to know them to buy the product or service, so you need to have a podcast. At least have something to refer them to. Everybody Mm -hmm. needs a podcast, and everybody can make some money from it.
1: Got it. What's one piece of advice you you would have for somebody starting a podcast?
0: Uh, Come up with a good idea, Hmm. like a topic that you want to discuss, and turn on the camera and discuss it, throw it out there.
1: See if it works. Yeah. Well, not even see if it works. I was but well, how long do you throw out the idea until you say, okay, you know let me try something different?
0: Until you get good at it. it's not, it's not about the views, bro. Like, you are naturally going to become a better communicator by doing this podcast.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. From the first episode, I can already tell now. Yeah. yeah.
0: So why not just keep doing, even if you don't make a dime from the podcast. This is some of the best personal development you can do.
1: Here's the new marketing pitch, guys. <laughs> oh, I got, I, I'm not gonna
0: drop a link. No, I do have a link actually. I <laughs> <laughs> but check this out. So your your next you're you doing one-on-one interviews, right? Yep. Do you do somewhere it's just you? Yep. Okay, good. Your next step is to do a podcast with two or three people where you're interviewing two or three people because now you get to learn how to control a conversation. And you'll notice there's three people here, one person's hogging the mic, you realize the person in the middle hasn't said anything in a while, and you gotta remember that and pull that person into the conversation, and there's gonna be somebody that's combative, so you gotta make sure you're not directing every question Generally, because that person's going to take it and be combative, and prompt person A to say, "Okay, well, do you believe what C is saying?" And mm-hmm. you get to control a
1: conversation and a narrative. Wow! Yeah, it's
0: personal development, bro. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you get good at it. People like it, they watch it. You make some money. Yeah,
1: there we go. Um, what's your process for saying, "Okay, these are the guests I want to have on my show"?
0: Um, just they have to be successful. Mm-hmm. A lot of them come through a referral, like okay. somebody that knew somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to like you as a person. Yeah. So I mean, we have a platform now, so we have a lot of people that you know that, that want to get on. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of people to choose from. So but yeah, I like you. You've been successful in something. And really a referral
1: and then now because I know you said you record a you know a couple of times throughout the month what's your preparation process like do you like do you have to prepare for each individual person or like which how do you prepare now
0: um I don't but I would not recommend people not hmm I don't because I am um, I'm just really really curious about people and what's happening yeah right? so even when the cameras aren't on you may feel like if you're around me long enough you may feel like you're an interviewed that right but I just how I like just want to know.
1: How, how much was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <serious.
0: laughs> i, I answer mean, it. <laughs> but uh, nah, no, the only reason I'm not I don't have to prepare is because for the last ten years I've been asking people questions. And mm. the last twenty years I just I, I'm curious and I wanna know. So sometimes i I'll, I'll do some research on a person. Well not sometimes. I, I, I did before. And I didn't like how I performed in the interview because I know some stuff and I'm expounding on the stuff that I know. But if I don't know anything, I'm finding out as the audience finds out. Mm. The audience isn't doing research on Justin Owens. So if I'm having a genuine conversation, I'm going to come up with some questions that I'm not thinking about based on something else I saw. Because now I'm filling them in in the middle. I already know. And I got to bring them up to speed. So I want to be surprised just like everybody else else is surprised.
1: I like that. I'm going to switch topics for a second to come back, but uh, your mom was a great support in your entire career. I mean, I saw yeah. her at so many events and stuff sure. like that. And, you know, <coughs> I told you before, like, when she passed, like, I keep you in my prayers. Yeah. You went through a, a pretty challenging moment then. Yeah. And I know, like, there's a lot of people that I run across now that's really going through stuff. Yeah. How do you handle life, whether the, where it's loss, whether it's illness, whatever, and still handle everything you have to handle?
0: Um, I think a lot of it is operating out of gratefulness, so you lose something, but you didn't lose everything, yeah, so I lost my mom, but uh it was not too long after I had my first daughter
1: huh.
0: so I'm grateful that I had my daughter, yeah, I could not have my mom and my daughter,
1: yeah, you
0: know what I mean mm-hmm. so obviously i'm I'm just I'm grateful for the, you know, 30 plus years that I spent with my mom. Yeah. Like some people, they don't have their mom at all or have never met their parents.
1: Yeah, that's a fact.
0: So, I mean, I, I truly operate out of gratefulness and, you know, people say this stuff like, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I really believe it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just trying to find the reason. Yeah.
1: You know
0: what I mean? What is it internally that I'm supposed to um, find out about myself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: emotionally, Yeah. Um, uh, mentally? Spiritually, What am I trying to, what am I, why is this happening, yeah. right? And you just have a sense of curiosity. I got this weird stuff in my brain where I'm like, I'm thinking, guys, like, yo, I took your mom. I wonder if you'll complain about your mom not being there and that affects you being grateful for everything else I gave you. Hmm. I've got a
1: lot, bro. Yeah.
0: I've got a lot. I'm going to lose some things, some big, some small, but I can't even imagine losing Something that compares to everything else God's blessed me with. Yeah. So actually, I think the the lesson in this was I need to lean into my family and appreciate my family more while yeah. I have them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's real. Speaking about family, you're married now, mm-hmm. father now. Well, you have been a funk? father, but no, but you <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, you know, I,
0: I got a a wife and three children, bro. Shan's party of five. You and
1: Neil been hanging out too long. <laughs> Bill get you to play. You just be yeah. <laughs> I'm taking
0: the deal, play.
1: Oh, my no, God. Uh, but can we talk about the transition for you? Because there are some single men. It's like, okay, how you operate in business as a single man, mm. and how you operate in business married, and how you operate in business married with a family is different. Yeah, for sure. Can you share kind of how that progress has been for you and like what has changed in your approach to business?
0: Um, priorities, for sure can't just be out all the time and uh, before I you know commit to something I'm I'm considerate of mm-hmm. my family you know what I mean mm. um, so yes yeah, it's, it's really been about me being considerate because I've I'm I've been selfish for a long time I'm probably still selfish today mm-hmm. compared to where I'll be in the next three four years right yeah but, um, it's just about it's just about consideration yeah so consideration. when you say
1: consideration meaning before I just say yes I'm gonna make yeah sure, sure I yo
0: know. Come do this speaking gig in Australia. You'll be going for seven days. Five years ago, I'm like, all right, bet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I'm like, all right, well, let's weigh the reward versus, like, the cons. The, the, the con is I'm leaving my family for a long period of time. Should I be leaving my wife with three children? Hmm. We got a 12-year-old, a three-month-old, and about to be two-year-old. How is she going to feel? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's... Just consideration, you know what I mean? I can't necessarily take every meeting. Sometimes I'll take a meeting with a woman and I have to bring Reese with me. Not that anything's going on, but the perception of somebody saying, oh, David was out with this woman and take a picture and send it to my wife and she, I believe she trusts me, but the fact that she'd have to go through what I have to explain. Why not just consider bringing somebody with me so it don't look like nothing? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yes, just exactly. like, these little things you gotta consider, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was gonna ask you, has your interaction changed with ladies since you have gotten married and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, kinda. But I was never really like, all on ladies like that anyway. I've
1: always... They was all on me, I went on them, man. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy,
0: bro? <laughs> Even through this whole journey, I've never really been like the sex symbol, bro. Yeah. Like in terms of like, like women in my DM, I've never experienced that really, bro. It's wild. <laughs> that's good, man. That's I good. actually feel yeah. away. Yeah, <laughs> just,
1: nobody gonna slide. Hey, nobody, gonna, slide. no. <laughs> but at least, you know, I try to see if I still got it. <laughs> I never had it. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, no. no. Like I,
0: <laughs> that's so funny. I don't even want to talk about it. Me and Donnie was talking about it today. I was like, I'm not just an off the rip attractive person. You gotta like
1: get to no know my personality. <laughs> You know, I think that goes to self-awareness, though. You got to know who you are, you know? I got
0: personality, bro, but you got to, like, hang out with me for a little
1: bit. And that's the only (laughs) part about having a great personality is it's not a... You don't see it and just say, I like that. Yeah, for sure. You got to warm up to it. Um, All right, let's let's go back to podcast a little bit. Um, You're great with not only asking questions, but listening and drawing Mm -hmm. out, like, deep details. Like, how do you... What's the art of asking a very personal question but it doesn't feel like I'm diving in and being nosy.
0: Um, You have to uh, like kind of attack yourself first. Mm. So um, I think David Letterman did it better than anybody I can um, ever imagine. David Letterman asked Jay-Z about cheating on his wife. Mm. Why would someone ask Jay-Z that question? Mm -hmm. But he didn't say, "All right, man." So he was in the tabloids about cheating on your wife. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that. He started this story, and he said, "Yo, I want to ask you another thing." He said, "I want to. I want to. Um, I went through. I recently went through a situation where uh, I had messed up, and my mess up almost cost me my family. And I would imagine that uh, it it almost blew up my family to where my my wife would have left me." And, uh, you know, she'd have been with somebody else and I'd have been alone. Things of that nature, right? So he's going down this journey of, he never said, I cheated on my wife. <clears throat> he never said of yet. But he articulated this story so much about what he did wrong. But he never said what he did wrong. You just get the context mm-hmm. through this. It, it had to be like a four-minute dialogue. And um, he looked at Jay-Z and he was like, I'm just wondering, as a man, if you can relate to that. Mm. It was fire, bro. I got to send you the interview. It yeah, was like please. it was masterful the way he did it. Now, most in the podcasting space, I see that kind of stuff and I get excited. Like, yo, every workshop I I do, I play that clip. Wow. Because it's just it's a mass it's art, bro. Now, Jay-Z kind of danced around the answer, but he answered the question. Yeah. But he, and he didn't feel offended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. So, as a as a as a podcaster, you study people that interview. So you'll look oh, up yeah. like a Jay Leno. You look up and look at how
0: yeah, in different styles. Like Larry King was just super aggressive, mm-hmm. super aggressive. Does not care about your feelings, but the way he's uh, the way he's asking is of interest. He's like, "Yo, I got to get this answer," mm-hmm. but it's not like to embarrass you, but to fulfill like my own curiosity hmm. or like kind of like a a Gail King or no one's right now I love Angie Martinez like if you watch her interviews she goes deep real fast in the very beginning but it's not hey let's talk about death she's saying it with a smile bro but she's drawing she's creating an emotional space in the very beginning with you know kind of like that how you been and things of that Mm -hmm. nature like what's going on mentally
1: yeah
0: I haven't mastered that part yet but but I watch it get I mean she's really good bro
1: you know what's interesting to me is how you know personal development has changed. Because, like for instance, I have friends that are actors, right? And you know, I'll be like, "Oh, I don't really watch TV like that." they be like, "Well, when I watch TV, I'm studying." Yeah. You know, so it's like, but there was a time in entrepreneurship, like, oh, don't watch TV, don't listen to music, don't listen to nothing. What they trade us That's to do? Like, the <laughs> I, they just want you to buy their products. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, what am I supposed to listen to? <laughs> I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> this six piece audio series. <laughs> but i'm saying that it <laughs> says that who would think that okay you know what let me study interviews I, i'm thinking about it as i'm talking i'm like yo that's a good idea yeah. you know like okay let me look at people that are really really great 100 interviewers yeah and that is personal development if that is the business that you're in for sure so for that, sure. yeah i may be watching something entertaining but if i'm taking notes and it's making me better at my craft yeah well it's still personal growth and self-development
0: lebron james just made a post maybe like three days ago which i looked at i was like dang that's interesting he said, "Bronny, his son is." He said, "His son is better than all these top prospects that we're looking at around the country." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, it's really hilarious. Like, my son is better than all of them." But what that taught me was he was still studying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like he's for him to say, "My kid is better than all the top prospects." He has to be looking at the top prospects and comparing his son, and not only just looking at the game, but like looking at the. He's looking at a different part of the game. Mm-hmm. How the person drives. Does that person have a left? Oh, I'm noticing this person, he had a clear way to go left, but he can't. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yo, that was a bad shot decision based on the landscape. So he's still studying the game. He's LeBron James. Yeah. Which makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Not just watching basketball for entertainment.
1: Yeah. Speaking of him, he's done some incredible things. Yeah. In my opinion now, he's not my favorite basketball player, Kobe is. And then because I saw him, that was my generation. Then Michael Jordan. Then maybe LeBron in there. I like d Wade before him too. But yeah. I do believe off the field, he's probably one of the greatest. Because I don't know of a great on the field basketball, uh, on the field, uh, on the court basketball player that also has their kids doing well. Now, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was great, but his kids sucked at basketball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it, His team hasn't developed either, so it's like, mm-hmm. As, as a leader, like somebody should be like shining. You know what I'm saying? like You should be able to develop something at some point. Yeah. If I'm out here working with y'all, developing y'all for them to get better.
0: Kobe's daughter was nice too. Yeah.
1: yeah, but yeah. I'm saying? Kobe. <laughs> yeah. he, was, I, he was on the way to do some great stuff. Man. Yeah, I mean, 100%. You know, oh
0: yeah, 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 but, for
1: sure. You know, you, now you look at LeBron, as like what I applaud is what he's done off the court mm-hmm. from the schools to yeah. how he handles stuff with his wife, how he handles stuff with his kids. like. To be present as much as he is, like there are kids, there are fathers that do less and still don't show up to every game. 100%. And the guy's 100%. there and he's present and he's yeah. developing. It. So I think for me, it's like a great example of like, all right, you know what, Justin, you can do more if you're if you intentional about it. 100%. And I think it has
0: to be like some sort of level of obsession. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it is. So like we can see through not only his career, but his son's career and how involved he is. He's obsessed with the sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all the people you compared—Michael, Kobe, LeBron—obsessed. Yeah. You didn't name anybody that, like didn't have like a almost borderline unhealthy obsession. Yeah, if you're gonna be great. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you gotta like dedicate your life to this thing.
1: Yeah, you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. the scary part because you gotta de- dedicate your life to something that you're not sure exactly how it's gonna play out.
0: Yeah, but but in the if you if you dedicate your life to it. In your mind, you have an idea.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like
0: exactly. nobody can tell you that you don't know. He's like, Yo, I know exactly how this is gonna play out. Yeah. Like if you ask Kobe twenty years ago, like mm-hmm. what's going, like how his career is gonna, he, he would not tell you exactly how it's gonna play out. Yeah, I'm gonna be a Hall of Famer. Come
1: mm-hmm. on. You know what I like about Kobe? You know, we'll jump back to this other stuff. He is one of the few people that said everybody want to be like Mike. They mm-hmm. like, think about it as kids, everybody's like Jordan, let's be like Mike. Mm-hmm. He's the only person that did it. If you think about all the kids. Like if even if you watch his clips, have you seen a clip where it's like him and Michael? Yeah. Insane, it's like this dude really was studying the stuff. Obsessed, guy. bro. And I was going to be like him. Yeah. And I did it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I literally <laughs> I literally did what I said I was gonna do. That's a Out fact. of all the kids in the world that watch Michael, yeah. he's the guy said I did
0: it. That's a fact. Yeah. That's
1: a fact. we talk about kids. Do you want your kids to be entrepreneurs? I do. Yes. So if you're Daughter's it, like, Dad, I want to go to college.
0: You go to college? Yeah. Only thing I'm scared about for college, bro, is I remember when I went to college,
1: it just... It changes you? <laughs> <laughs> this is before the DM days. Bro, oh my <laughs> gosh,
0: bro. Like, just... Like, I got... Now that I have daughters, like, I'm flashing back to the parties and maybe some of the things that I said to lead certain people on and... How, like, I'm just,
1: I'm afraid of that, bro. It's before the DM days, guys. I'm just gonna let y'all know. <laughs> oh, yeah, way before the DM. You just got to <laughs> say something <laughs> crazy. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nah. You know, it does change you, bro. Oh, bro. I, and man. I didn't go to college, but listen, I went to homecoming this year for the first time. And I said, I see why people go into debt for this. This is bro. absolutely incredible. It's lit. <laughs> It is the time of your life. Yeah. But yeah, I man. think now in 2023 you can really skip all of that. I mean, people get PhDs literally yeah. just. Yeah,
0: I, I don't think it's as um, as much of a conversation as it was in our time. Mm-hmm. Like, because after college, after high school, it, you go to college or military. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. Like, okay, yeah. it wasn't. Are you going to college? It's what college are you going to? Mm-hmm. And remember the look of. Uh, uh, disgust or disappointment when you told somebody you weren't going to college.
1: Yeah, you you know why because I Remember and it just made me nervous especially in that market people are like you're not going to college? And I would like for the first probably three years I was real passive like well, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out or whatever yeah. whatever And then I started getting more comfortable saying it yeah. But I also think that when we first became entrepreneurs when people said people were entrepreneur they really meant they were unemployed They're like like I remember, like those people, in my like family or friends are like, "What do they do?" And they're like, "Well, son, he's he's an entrepreneur." You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, "Oh, Aww. so he don't do nothing?" Okay, got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now, it you does mean do something nothing. different. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, oh gosh, entrepreneurship has really changed. It's it, it's, it's a different route. Yeah. You know, like even, even like the clothing line. Like I literally made this shirt because that's what people just asked me. Yeah. And I was like, "I'm just gonna put something on, so you'll stop asking me." Yeah, and then they. They didn't stop asking me, but they was like, yo, I like that Sure. where you get it from. But it's because this is, that's what I like about what you've done is because it's showing people like, yo, you can do sports still. No problem with it. Mm -hmm. You can do music still. No problem. But let me show you these other avenues that you can make. That's why if you go on your show, you got people talking about real estate. You got people talking about all these different businesses because Mm -hmm. there are other avenues for you to still get the same skill sets.
0: Yo, really, the athletes and rappers, they... Are wanting to be entrepreneurs now for you know what I mean.
1: by the time their career is over most of them become entrepreneurs or they're going to be working for somebody yeah
0: because how do you go from uh a, a hit song to being a manager at, you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. it's
1: tough that's the scary part yeah yeah especially if you don't know how you did it and they try to have to do it again it's like yo i cannot go from having this hit record all Bro, the world yeah to working yeah. at dillard's
0: and we're, we're more uh, financially literate as a people and we understand what that contract means. Yeah. You signed a $10 million contract. Back in the day, we're thinking, $10 million? Yeah. You've got $10 million. Da, after taxes, it's five, yeah. first off. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do some crazy stuff with your money, mm-hmm. and half of that's gone, mm-hmm. and eventually you won't have any money, and you'll have to get endorsements, things of that nature. But we understand the importance of financial literacy. So that's why when I'm sure you come across a lot of rappers and actors and you know all these people, mm-hmm. they're like, yo, teach me. Yeah, for sure. They know they don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We're cool. We're cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, And, and I believe it has a longer like, longevity. 100%. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can get injured, and told my Achilles, and you still work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He'll mess up his ACL, he's still out here doing events. Shot an ad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, that boy shot an ad out the side of the
0: hospital Every he broke, broke his leg, like, hey man, if it wasn't for my passive income, I'd be bad right now. Yeah. I, it's, it's that, that, in, that, like, that, that creativity, yeah. ingenuity, like, just, just being intuitive on what's going on in the world, bruh. We're lit, man. Yeah. I don't wanna be nothing else.
1: That's a vibe. How, how, in business today, how do you measure success? Uh,
0: happiness. How happy are you? Yeah. Not, it used to be a dollar amount for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was single. You could say a dollar amount. I make six figures. Yeah, facts. You know what, I mean? you know what
1: I'm saying?
0: Outside. Right. You know? <laughs> 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 Balling. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, now it's happiness. And I hate, I hate saying that... Uh, money isn't important because the people watching this won't realize how unimportant money is until you get a bunch of it yeah it's, it doesn't make you happier mm-hmm. some people it makes them more anxious because now the now the idea is yo how do i not lose it yep mm-hmm. how do i protect it yep you get a really really nice car mm-hmm. but you don't want to go out too late for the fear of someone trying to take it from you right and we never had that you got a, a watch on right so you gotta sometimes tuck your chain, you and chain yeah you. for sure bro i was in new york yesterday and listen i ain't no punk first off yeah first off mm-hmm. my hotel was like a seven minute walk
1: i tucked my joint mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i just i just i'd be like you know what i'm saying let me just put this away for sure bro, much.
0: some of the anxiety if you are especially like in the space that we're in now right where entrepreneurship we're known for building something yeah if y'all don't think like some months are slow you guys are crazy i don't care who you're looking at oh for sure your favorite entrepreneur your coach the one you paid all that money for listen they have a slow month mm-hmm. and now the anxiety becomes wow what if i have another one
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what i mean like yeah. some some people are like terrified yo i built this persona this brand and i built this business but something happened in my industry where it hurt my mm-hmm. it hurt my income yep i I don't want anybody to experience that type of anxiety especially like the pride of a man to mm-hmm. say yo I built this today but tomorrow it's shaky yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it, bro, you won't you won't I measure success by happiness yeah
1: I agree and I feel like you know I when I look at other entrepreneurs, you look at most most people that have done it for a long time, they've made little pivots and changes throughout their career. Mm-hmm. Even if you look at like a Jay-Z, like, okay, he made a lot of money in music. Yeah. But, you know, it ain't the records that's paying his money now, but he did the right thing with what he got. For sure. You know, and he's probably still made some bad investments. Mm-hmm. I've made some bad investments. I'm like, dang, probably should have been we all. that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm started a business and I'm like, dang, I wish I could take that one back. You know like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It probably costs a little too much. Yeah. Know? But I think that's that's also the, the learning process. But also having mentors, like people yeah. that you can bounce the ideas off and be like, listen, I'm not trying to talk you out of it, but let me tell you my story. 100%.
0: You
1: know, and, and you can still go down that road. Because the part of it is like sometimes you don't want to listen to people that didn't have success, but it's like also at the same time you got to listen to like a little bit of wisdom of, yeah. of, of the challenge. For sure. You know, so like even, you know, having a conversation with you about podcasts, was helpful, because it's like it was a lot of things I avoided, and some other friends, I talked to Anthony, and a couple other people, I like, okay, these are some things you can start doing from the beginning, because I messed yeah. up all this stuff.
0: 100%, 100%.
1: What would you say to somebody that's looking to get into podcasting, and say, okay, look, don't do that. This That's a terrible idea.
0: Uh, I would say, don't not do it. Even if it's a terrible idea, do it. Mm do it because there's there's a million things that you probably shouldn't do. Or I can tell you shouldn't do something, but the way you're doing the thing that I told you not to do will be the thing that makes you millions. Right. So I can't I'm I don't I encourage uh mistakes. Yeah. Like if I try to take every mistake from you, then you won't learn. Yep. You won't grow, you won't mm-hmm. find your own secret sauce. So that's why I'm very careful even when I'm teaching podcasting. I'm very careful of telling them the way that I do things because that's the way that I do them. There's some foundational things that work, right? Yeah. So um, I drop, you know, I drop twice a week, right? So, Or let's say, for instance, the standard is you should drop one episode a week at least. Mm-hmm. Well maybe you have a whole nother plan or idea to drop once a month and you're building up anticipation and you are promoting and marketing this one episode all month. Now, I don't know how that's going to work because that's not what I did. Right. But I don't want to hinder your your concept or your idea. Don't just start following what people say. Yeah. Right. Take some things of what they say and, and make it your own, but the only advice I would have for somebody is to not not do it. Just don't not do it. Yeah. Get a camera, get a microphone, record, put it up, and put it out. Even if you don't like it, especially if you don't like it. Because I want you to know what it feels like to put up an episode that you don't like. And you see a comment where somebody's like, yo, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. you like, that? You don't like it because you be with you and you know that's not your best work. Yeah. But to somebody else, that saved their life. Yeah. So like. put it out. You got to start real
1: bad. Hurry up and mess up. Yeah. I like it. Any pet peeves with, it, with podcasting or what you see in the podcasting space right now? Starting and stopping. Um, starting and stopping. But now, would you consider stopping, starting and stopping like the people that do like a season and it'd be like 10 episodes and then they stop? That's and a thing.
0: reason to quit. That's oh. just an excuse to quit.
1: When the people do seasons? Yes.
0: Oh. That's an excuse to quit. TV shows may be a little different because it takes a little while to shoot, but you're running out of content or you're running out of guests or you're running out of something. Give me the give we think Uh you can you can you can break it up into seasons, but don't let it stop your cadence. Okay, this is the last episode of season two, we drop it every Wednesday. This is the last episode of season two. Next next Wednesday should start season three,
1: right? Basically, he says you're not the network television show. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're
0: not power, bro. What's wrong with this, you? You're not stars. This
1: is not, this is not anticipation being built. It don't, it don't. Bro, it don't
0: take months to shoot an episode or weeks or days. It, you, a day, and you just put it out. Because it's not. So with, let's say, like, stars or, um, you know, all these different networks that have these shows. You have a season, and you got to come back with, uh it takes a little while to get it all together, shoot mm-hmm. it again, get budgets, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we used to watch shows like Martin every single week.
1: Yeah, that's a fact. For years. For years. You know, you know, here's what I just thought about something that's interesting is, yes, the ep, the network may do seasons with shows, but they don't stop. No. The, the, like, stars doesn't disappear when power is done. 100 They still have other shows going. So if... If you do want to stop, then you need to have something going on.
0: A hundred percent. Something's going to be in that slot for sure. Yeah, Because it's a network. So the network never quits. The network is okay. This is the end of this season, show A. Next week, show B, season one. And it keeps going. But it's just a a reason to quit. That's my biggest pet peeve, bro. Stop stopping. Because you're going to lose. It's hard. You know how hard it is to launch a show and get some momentum? If you lose it, it's 10 times harder to get it back than when you first started.
1: It's like no marketing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, stay, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Bro. bro, yeah. Like people ain't, if you were gonna like, they're listening to something. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So when you stop, they're just gonna listen to somebody else. And the worst thing that could happen is they actually like the something else better than yours. So when you drop, they're still stuck on their other podcast. The one that they left you, the one they went and found when you left them.
1: Yeah.
0: And now I can't even trust you because I don't know how long you're going to be around.
1: Mm. Let's talk about personal challenges in the podcast space for you. Mm-hmm. Any any personal things you went through and you're like, yo, this was... Just-
0: yeah, I mean, figuring out the, the titles and the thumbnails and I guess and, you know, kind of figure out how to navigate a conversation and, um uh um you know, you get somebody on that other people think is a scam, but you didn't know <laughs> they scam <had> scammed somebody. <laughs> I didn't know. That was cool when I was talking to them. Yeah. They got some receipts. They made some sales. They're good at something.
1: Yeah. But you put it up, and everybody, yo,
0: this is a scam. They took my money. I'm like, dang.
1: I so did. do you take those down? No. No? Yeah. No, especially if I
0: learned something from it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's where you stand on, stand on what you do.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, nah, I don't take it down. Yeah. Have I ever taken anything down? No,
1: never took anything down. Hmm. I like it. That's Not good. saying that I won't. Yeah. I
0: mean, you know, any situation can happen, but
1: nah, that's cool. Yeah. When you're going to like interview these experts, people in the business, you ask great questions. And right. I know it's like, I know you say it's part curiosity. Do you study great questions? You're Like, okay, this is a great one. And I'm like, let me just hold that one here. Or like, how do you develop the questions that you have?
0: Um no, I don't uh sometimes like I'm always looking for a good question, you know what yeah, I mean it's yeah. not it's not like i'm it's not like i'm 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 researching okay, these are some good questions because I don't know what the questions are gonna be yeah, yeah for so sure. some people' their PR people will say, okay, what are give me a list of the questions you're gonna ask and I'm like that. I don't have any. I have no idea what I'm gonna ask the person until after they ask I'll ask a question, you'll answer
1: it yeah. Most of my next questions are gonna come based off that answer. Yeah, for sure. It's like we don't so, know what is going on. I feel like those are people that be nervous about, they either probably don't want you to touch on a certain topic, Yeah. or they're just super nervous about having conversations with people.
0: Yeah, but you gotta make people feel comfortable. Halani yeah. yeah. was super nervous. Mm-hmm. This was her first interview ever. Yeah. And we just talked and, you know, she was comfortable. Alex mm-hmm. was super nervous. That was his uh, first interview. Yeah. He brought a bottle of wine and everything. Oh, <laughs> tell that story. <laughs> yeah, he brought a bottle of wine, bro. I'm like, yo, Alex, it's nice of you, man. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, man, just wanna appreciate you, man. You know what Alex talks Yeah. And yeah. eventually, he just felt comfortable enough to, like, just open up. And most people, when they sit down, they are guarded, and they don't know, um, they, they don't wanna say the wrong thing. Yeah. But again, it's an art of doing hundreds of interviews and thousands outside of a podcast where you, you, you really have to pay attention to the person and how they're asking questions. So if they're real reserved, you can't be aggressive. You've got to be kind of reserved and dance around the question that you want. And then they'll dance around the answer. But eventually, they get more and more comfortable and you see them open up like a flower. Hmm. There's something that they really, really are passionate about and they want to talk about. It may not be the business. It may not be um, their kids. or It's something. It's hmm. something you'll... You'll hit a hot button, and if you're paying attention, mm-hmm. the, the the guard drops. Yeah, and then we just stay there for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I start asking questions that I want to know around that that guard dropping topic. You know what I mean? And we can segue in. And now you trust me because you know I'm not trying to attack you.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what people don't want to get. It's like it's like the interviews. People, get, yeah, like sucker punch, like Mike Tyson, be like. I just told
0: you don't ask me about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. man. Yeah, yeah if, no. you told, if, if you told if you tell me not, you know what I mean? Like this one person I interviewed, they just got real comfortable and they started talking about some numbers. And then afterwards, it was like, "Yo, can you take that part out for my safety?" I don't want people to, you know
1: what I mean? I'm like, "All right, yeah, no problem." Okay, so you would cut stuff out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's good to
0: know. So, but yeah, it's just, just making people feel comfortable. Again, this isn't like interviewing. It's It's a human being in front of me. And I wanna get to know who the human being is and I don't want you to be guarded and I want you to just get comfortable. Like your first date with somebody, they're guarded. Yeah. You don't know what they've been through. Mm -hmm. So you can't just go in like, all right, so what's your plans for the next five years? Like you gotta get to know like what they're interested in and when you find what they're interested in, oh, we could talk for hours about that. They open up. Yeah,
1: yeah. What what's something about your story that probably most people don't know, you feel?
0: Something about my story that most people don't know. That is a really good question. Um, I don't think there's much because
1: I didn't know you saw weed before today, so that was good to know. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I went not good, bro. I'll
0: tell you. I'm telling you. i made enough to be able to eat like fast food. It was crazy. I don't I don't know if there's uh, something about me that people don't know or I haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so big on talking about the stuff that I'm not good at, yeah, and All right. it makes me feel. comfortable. us
1: ask it like this then: what's what's the skill that you have that most people probably don't know?
0: What's a skill that I have? Monopoly.
1: Mm, okay, I'm
0: so good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you have no idea. Yeah. I am really, really good at Monopoly. Yeah, that's a skill. Um, sometimes I cut my own hair. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Cut my own hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did that in high school for like. 10th and 11th grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was necessary. My parents were like, You're not getting haircuts, bro. I was like, <laughs> All right, yeah, at least give me some clippers. I got to figure this out. First time I cut it bald, and everybody laughed at me, and I said, I'll Never do that. You yeah. <laughs> so yeah, got to learn every mistake. That is a skill, bro. Anybody can cut their hair and it look yeah. like you went to the barber Yeah, for sure. And, that's great.
0: Um, I am, uh, oh, here's one thing, maybe. Um, I talk about a lot, though, but I am very, very emotionally guarded, maybe, mm-hmm. or. I'm not. I don't. I don't have like high highs and low lows. It's like real, even keel. Yeah. But it's uh, not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, I can relate to that. Because there are certain places that I can't go with my daughter or my wife emotionally. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't get to that emotional level with you.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. I'm actually like that in a lot of ways. Mm. And I'd be like, I remember, I've literally had people in my office. They've cried, and I'm like, all right, well. Get yourself together. <laughs> Dude, you need a minute. And it's like, bro, like now I look at it, I'm like, yo, how could you be so insensitive? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, so I've learned that's, I feel like for me, I feel like that's what the pain has been for in life mm-hmm. is to remind you like, okay, like, you know, I was, you know, I've been now divorced, right? I'm glad, I'm not glad that it happened. That's a failure. Yeah. yeah nobody wants a failure in their record. But what it did make me realize is how easy a relationship could go wrong. Yeah, and how to not judge people that go through relationship problems. So like, now, like situation. I don't judge nobody on nothing. i like, listen, you don't know what's going on over there. Oh, no, 100%. So I'm yeah. not even going to say anything because I've been in those situations. And then you look at how, like, parenting changes in that situation. So you look at now, you look at somebody's like, all right, that is a different dynamic that nobody's really trained people on. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like I feel like sometimes the pain in my life, it's definitely made me be more almost emotional, because like, I was watching America Idol one time, recently, somebody was telling their story, I was about to tear about it come out, like, boy, what is going on with these? Oh, really? you? Know but it's just like, their story, I'm like, okay, you know, how do I feel these emotions more, so that, because I do believe for me to connect with more people, it's gonna be on that level. Yeah. Because I can connect with people on the, the way that I communicate, and the way I've been doing it, but I do know that that next level of communicating to people is gonna be able to touch people's heart.
0: Yo, you were on a panel, we were both on a panel one time, And I forgot what you were talking about when you started tearing up.
1: Oh yeah, I remember.
0: And I remember instantly like, I want to be able to do that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I don't feel, I don't feel that. Yeah. Like even, I think even when my my mom and my dad died, I probably, I cried more when my father died actually than my mom not that I wasn't hurt but it's really really hard for me to express that emotion yeah i don't i don't i don't i just don't i don't have the tools to find it so yeah. i remember when you when you cried i was like dang i wish i wish i could do that yeah so but that protects me mm-hmm. in terms of um it protects me so that i don't hurt yeah but it's not always good for the people around me because mm-hmm. It can feel that I don't care, right? You know right. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: and I think that, that I, I think that's something as men we just have to work on because we do protect our like it, a lot of it is protecting your emotions. Yeah, it's like because there's times when a person can go there. You could be telling a story, but oh, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. no, I can feel it. Yeah. We're gonna change. I'm gonna throw out a joke. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like that used to be my trick. If someone's getting on the boat, it is. I like you know. Let me just let me just try to practice feeling yeah. stuff. You know, yeah, and, and let me just see because. It's also kind of, you know, what you talk about in entrepreneurship is just, it's a door that you don't know. You never, you never been on that side of it. Yeah. It's just like, I don't even want to go there. Cause at this point, you might be like, I've never opened up. What will happen if I open up and yeah. go there? It's like so much stuff could come out. But I think it's just, it's just time, bro. It's like time mm-hmm. and. I'm working on it. Yeah. Time for yourself, processing stuff for yourself, mm-hmm. therapy if you need it, you know. I think yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a big thing. I, didn't, I never realized how big mental health was. Honestly, until maybe like the last two years, mm-hmm. and I, it was a mistake on my part. So I'm just gonna say this. Right. But I used to be like, "Oh, if you're depressed, just sit up and change your physiology," you know? Because I, yeah, you know, I go to so many Tony Robbins events. And it's like, "Yo, just stay change your physiology." You, know? and you clap and like him too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 so, that's the world I study. You know what I'm saying? I know how to I know how to get a crowd going. But that, but then I went to this event, and uh, Michelle, uh, David had an event, I Believe Nation, and Michelle Williams is doing a. Uh, thing on mental health. And she asked, how many people are struggling with mental health? I didn't raise my hand, but I just happened to like, normally I don't look around, and I look around, it was like, bro, probably 95% of the room. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, okay. I gotta change something because it is real. Cause now you start seeing people, you know, doing things they probably should, didn't want to do to themselves and mm-hmm. stuff like that, committing suicide. You realize people have d- deep challenges that they don't really yeah. know how to handle. Yeah. And so I think that's why us, as people that do lead people, it's like l- learning how to tap into that in ourselves will yeah. help us be able to tap into it and relate with other people on just another level. Yeah, so, yeah 100%. You know, we just work on it. Maybe we work on it together, man. Yeah, yeah to let's, let's do it, man. I, yeah. I need help for sure. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting, man. It's, uh, life has been interesting because it's like you just don't know how. You never know how relationships are going to turn out. You know, who gets sick, who doesn't. It's just so many things. Yeah. Then you have questions, you know. And I what I do know is you're very spiritual. Mm -hmm. right so has that helped you navigate things through life because like from what i know i'm not saying you were never spiritual but i definitely seem like you have a better relationship in that space in your life now has what changed that what made you
0: yeah helps me tremendously bro knowing that so i think some people may use like religion or um, the bible or whatever as a uh, maybe a wealth building tool or a tool to feel good and have a good life because there's a lot of principles yeah. in the Bible, right? Yeah. But Jesus never taught that. He was saying, "Yo, they are gonna they're gonna crucify me, but they're gonna crucify you for talking about me." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yo, I'm I'm not teaching you how to put all of your stock into this world. Let's figure out." how to get to a special place after all of this. Yeah. So the world is designed mm-hmm. for heartache, pain, hardship. There's Money doesn't solve the problem, right. right? So there are people who don't have money that are, I always say, in a better position than people who do have money. Because when you don't have money, you have hope that one day when I get money, this stuff is gonna be better. And that'll keep you driving. It's exciting because yeah. you're chasing something. But what happens when you think money's gonna make you happy, then you get a whole bunch of it and it makes you sadder. Where do you go now? Mm. Like, Where do you go? What do, like, do you aspire to now? Because you got the thing that you've been chasing that you thought was gonna make you happy and after a decade of chasing it, I got it and I'm still not happy. Where do we go now? At least somebody who doesn't have anything or they don't have their vision yet,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they have hope for the future. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So it helps me um, stay level-headed because I know that this world wasn't designed for us to, like, live happily ever after. There's heartache, pain. There's hardship. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody, even the people that you don't think go through anything, go through a lot. Yeah. All of
1: them. Yeah. I tell people all the time, you can have public success and private failure. Yeah. All the time.
0: Or a public success, private success, but still feeling empty. Mm. Or I have this public success, but th- that comes with some stuff. Right? Yeah. It, it's... Life is, life is a, a doozy.
1: Yeah, no. I remember oh. when I had no money. I hear people say that. I'm like, well, you know what? I would still like to experience that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my guys, go find out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out what you're saying is yeah, it yeah, 100%. true. Yeah, you 100. Know? You're you're a very masterful with relationships. I believe relationships are. C- you hear C- that, really honey? Important, important. You
0: talking about my wife? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... Super husband? Yeah, no? Relationship? Okay. But, but, I mean, she's there with you. She's present a lot. So, I mean... You know, a lot of times when, I, when I'm when i with couples and I ask the, the spouse a question, I always look at the spouse to see if they're telling the truth. Because when you've been married for a while, they just can't help but, like, turn them a face and be like... <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. <Okay. laughs> Answer the question. Like, okay. <laughs> So, so how are things going? Oh, so great. Mm. <laughs> all right, that wasn't necessarily the truth, but we'll talk about that later. You know, yes. but you know, a part a part of your business has a lot to do with relationships and how you treated people. Oh, mm-hmm. and I, I teach this is something that um, I don't think a lot of people teach on it enough. Mm-hmm. It's like how to. Get relationships, but not only that. How to maintain them? Yeah, yeah, you've been able to maintain relationships for a long time. Is there any tip that you can give that you use to develop them, attract them, maintain them?
0: Yeah, um, don't lie to people. Mm-hmm. You know, always be honest with people. Don't do people wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's all these. It's all these things, but it's not that I'm trying to preserve a relationship to preserve the relationship. I preserve the relationship because I'm a good person. Right. Let's work on. If Justin needs help with something, I'll help Justin not because I want to maintain a relationship for one day wanting something else right I love you as a person
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean yeah. and there's other people i I want to treat people right because I treat people right, right not treat people right as a relationship tool mm. you know what I mean yeah like internally do you want to genuinely see people win
1: yeah,
0: you know what I mean mm-hmm. so some people are just like super selfish and Man, I've been through it so many times and you realize that and I, here's the thing, I know that a lot of people are using me. I know mm. it. Yeah. I 100% know it.
1: Mm. Using you for
0: whatever I can do for them. Got it. Hmm. I mean, even at like even people that are like super successful, you're not you're not like you're not my friend because you are my friend.
1: Yeah.
0: You're my friend because one, it might be a good optic, or two, um, there's something that I I can do for you at some point, right. right? But as soon as I can't do anything for you anymore, you'll probably stop talking to me. Got it. I'm not naive enough to think so, that's so not. So, you the case. know that,
1: okay? Yeah. But you still can operate and have a good.
0: I can because I love people because I love them, not because they love me back.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a Jesus thing. Look, one of y'all going to turn on me, and I know. Ha! I, ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say no name. I ain't gonna point no that. <laughs> You know what? What I wish though, I ain't gonna lie, for the Bible, we just had some video on somebody's conversation in <laughs> the body language. It's <laughs> like, hey, listen. Let me act that out. Somebody <laughs> in <Right>. here. <laughs> like, I just wanna know, like, <laughs> did you did you get some hints? Did everybody else look and say, hey, you know what you're talking about, right? Like, yeah. I just wanna know, like, you know that, but. <laughs> anyway we'll, we'll continue with that conversation but yeah no it's, it's real i think mm-hmm. i you know what i've learned to understand is like one people are going to use you and i have to be okay i can't think that everybody's going to be like me mm-hmm. thousand percent because most people aren't going to be like me but i'm okay if you you if if we're just mutually using each other yeah let's just, let's just call it that you know it's like yeah. it's like when you're dating and somebody's like look what are we okay well don't let's not act like we're in a relationship for real <laughs> When we're not in a relationship, like, this yeah. is just business. We could just keep it business and mm-hmm. we could be cool in business, mm-hmm. but don't act like we're like, like you just got my back to the end of yeah. life and I know yeah. you probably really don't. You know, what I'm saying? It, Well, you can act
0: like that. Just don't say it because you're lying. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah.
1: Know what I mean? you, know, you know what always bothers me in network marketing, in business, anytime somebody's like, I'm with you for life. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't, you know. know. I don't know. You know, it's Every crazy. Time. The
0: person saying it probably maybe even thinks that at the time, but you're so seasoned. You're like,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know what has also changed? Here's what's also changed about my perspective. Just because you leave my business doesn't mean you left me. Yeah. And I feel like that's how some people, they mistake things in business. Like, yo, just because we're not doing the same thing doesn't mean you're not in my life anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of people take it that way, but it yeah. shouldn't be that
0: way. 100%. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And
1: that's something that needs to change in the oil market. There's a few things I think need mm-hmm. to change, but that that's one of them. Um, you're really good at partnerships. Mm-hmm. Any tips for finding the right partners and staying around from the wrong ones. Um
0: I don't have a whole lot of partnerships, but I'm very conscious to let them know what I'm going to do up front mm-hmm. in the partnership. Yeah. Don't expect anything outside of what I do. Mhm. I will tell you up front, listen. I'm not organized. You're going to tell me some stuff and I'm going to forget it. Yeah. If you ever like text me um and I don't reply back, it's not that I don't like you, just copy and paste the same text. Cause yeah. I, I just know me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell all the bad stuff about me. However, mm-hmm. in this partnership, this is the role I'm going to play, I'm gonna do that good. Yeah. This one, I'm gonna do good. Yeah. So that's how I just approach partnerships, like just being very transparent.
1: Yeah, do no, dope. No. Um, I always have a segment in the show called Breakdown to Breakthrough. I always believe in everybody's life they have a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And if you gather the lesson from that breakdown, you can break through to the next level. Mm. Have you had a breakdown? And if you did, however much you want to share, but how did you break through?
0: Uh, mad of them, bro. Like, how many, what breakdowns can I share? I've had a lot of breakdowns, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh... Me breaking down or just, like, a breaking point or, like... Either one
1: that you would want to share.
0: Um, yeah, one year I made $250,000. Mm-hmm. But I actually walked home with thirty grand, hmm. And I didn't even pay taxes that year. Hmm. So that taught me something that everything that glitters ain't gold. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, everything on the front end... Like for, for like seriously, there's a lot of people that made a lot of money over the last couple of years mm-hmm. and it's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be a rough road ahead because yeah. one, you gotta pay taxes. I know, I know there's a lot of people that made a bunch of money that mm-hmm. ain't paid their taxes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like yo, I am Huh? The IRS knows as well. Oh,
0: a hundred percent. bro. I'm I'm just like getting my tax situation together, paying off past years because I, I just didn't about. know.
1: Yeah. You You feel me? Clean it up.
0: Yeah. I just I I didn't know, bro. So I'm constantly learning how to be a responsible businessman. Yeah. Not just how to make money. Because the first skill is, yo, how do I make a bunch of money? And Mm -hmm. then it's like, yo, how do I keep Mm -hmm. more money? And then how do I how do I create a solid foundation where the money continues to come in with the system that I implemented? Yeah. So and now I'm on a stage where how could I make money without me having to make money? Because most of my money is tied to my brand.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So now we got to put money into investments. They don't yeah. have nothing to do with whether people like me or not.
1: Yeah. I so
0: it's just, it's just phases. So um, that was definitely a breakdown. The breakthrough was getting around people who understood the problem that are yeah. at higher levels. Hmm. And most people that are at a higher level also dealt with, like,
1: taxes. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So found some mentorship. And... Now I get. Now I get it. Yeah, I get dope, it. Dope,
1: dope. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. I learned a lot myself listening uh, to you. Yeah, man, was, I enjoyed this, bro. Yeah, it was, it was a strong. Yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, my uh, exposing my feelings. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, no, it was solid, man. I don't you don't you know, get. I think people just need to hear sometimes, like. People are going through stuff. Even at every level, I, I can talk to any of my peers or people I look up to and all of them are dealing with something yeah. now.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: And it's like, okay, you know what? Everybody's having a set of challenges mm-hmm. just about how can I, what am I supposed to learn here? And what if I learn that here, it'll take me here. And, and that's, hey, what I'm, that's what I'm always life trying Life don't to.
0: stop lifing, bro. Yeah, at all. Uh, one other question. How much
1: was your watch? You know, it was really close to yours. It wasn't right? close. No <laughs> way. This ain't got no best
0: it, my boy. No. You know what I'm saying? You know the
1: fence was, what, what buddy? I don't know. <laughs> what buddy? <laughs> no. This idiot really. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, this is uh, good, man. Uh, You're a good uh, interviewer, bro. man. Thank hey, you, bro. I mean, I'm working up, man. Yes, sir. Let's, get my, let's get my stuff together. Yes, sir. I'm have you back again. See if we get any
0: better. Yeah, please, please. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but Anytime we got people in the show, I always like to leave people at least with something because you brought, you know, you came here, got the brand, you know, new HCO, mm-hmm. so I know you got a couple pieces. Of oh, 100%, 100%. You know, I like to make sure you leave here equipped and you about to work out, so you got some tank tops and stuff in there, too. Oh. You know what I'm So okay thank you ma'am i appreciate that all right and Ooh. i don't know if you have david's book conceive believe and achieve but it's a good book so i put that in there for you too I make oh it wow
0: out. hey can i put a book in your boxes yeah
1: absolutely i like
0: it i like it okay new aco it's happening yes appreciate thank
1: it. you bro yeah. so oh last thing i'm gonna ask you where do people find you I know you got uh, a big event coming up for a yes, podcast.
0: podcastsummit.com. You can go to thepodcastsummit.com or podcastsummit.com. Just go to podcastsummit.com. The biggest black podcast summit that exists today. Yeah. I'm putting it on. There we go. There's a lot of, uh, so, well, there's not even a lot, there's like a couple. But it's uh, heavily a- another culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they just don't teach the way we teach. Right. You know what I mean? They don't. They, a lot of the people, I went to one of the, uh, one I went to a podcast conference and I'm just getting to know people and they're asking me all these questions and, you know, they're trying to figure it out and they're trying to get some growth on their show. And this one guy's like, um, yeah, man, because I speak tomorrow on a panel. And I'm like, you speak? <laughs> yo, 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 I, no lie, I cannot make this up, bro. It was like five or six people. Wow. That really had no idea what they are doing in podcasting. Wow. They got a show, they got a little traction, but they don't know how they did it. But they're speaking at this event. Wow. It was crazy. So uh, we are going to have vetted uh, individuals. And when you're watching this, we have one coming up. I don't know what year you're watching this, but we have one coming up. Mm. And just go to PodcastSummit.com. It's going down. Good to do.
1: I appreciate you coming through, bro. And yeah. of course y'all can find them on Instagram,
0: Sleep for Suckers. Sleep is for Suckers, Social Proof Podcast, man. Subscribe to the Social Proof Podcast. Social Proof Podcast, man. We got a social proof podcast network too. Uh Donnie Wiggins, she got the um, she has a full transparency podcast. We got a Growing Pains podcast. Mm. So a bunch of uh it's like five Gen Z entrepreneurs that's like figuring out life. So they're growing pains podcast. They're on the network too. So um, I just want to shout out uh, those
1: two podcasts as well. All right. Good deal. Well, listen, shout out to my boy David Shans for coming through. Y'all just got some plays. Now yeah, you know what to do. Go run it. We'll see y'all on the next episode. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official run the play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's run the play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. Let's Do you know go. what it's like to come from nothing at all, but every day you just wanting it all? Do you know what it's like? Every day fixing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up, broken the most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. Let me show
0: you.